Hallelujah. Amen. Greetings once more in the name of Jesus. We are excited for this day. It's the day of the Lord. And today I'm turning 32 years in marriage. Hallelujah. Amen. I've been married to a very wonderful woman. Uh, very kind. Very polite. My ever smiling smile. My wife is always happy. Hallelujah. Amen. I always say the number one thing if you are going to be a pastor is to marry a very understanding wife. And I think I got the best of them all. Can we give a powerful offering for Pastor K? Hallelujah. Amen. We are grateful that God has been good to us. And we thank our fathers that they are not divorced. That regardless of the difficulties in their marriage, they've been a good example. The Bible says it's not by might nor by power, but it is by my spirit. We are following a good example in their life. They've been a good example to us. We are copying them in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. You will be married as well. You will have a long-lasting marriage. And even if it's not working now, it's soon going to work. Things are going to flow together in the name of Jesus. We are continuing in our teaching. It's a very busy Sunday. Uh, we are teaching on the spirit entered The book of Ezekiel chapter 2, verse 2, and we are going to have communion at the end. We pray that our message is fully packed but that we will be able to do all in this hour. Ezekiel 2.2 says the spirit entered into me when he spoke to me. Now the, the question that people have been asking how does the spirit enter you? You have to have the Holy Spirit. There are multiple ways the Holy Spirit can enter. On Friday, we started well during prayer. We spoke about the presence of God. When the Spirit of the Lord enters you, the presence of the Lord comes upon your life. And we spoke about 2 Thessalonians. Chapter 1, verse 9. It says, This shall be punished with everlasting destruction from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of His power. So I want you to have an understanding that presence is the greatest gift that can be given to you. Most people do not understand presence. Acadia campus. Acadia campus. You might not understand the gifts mm. of being present. Yeah. A time is coming. Now, I won't be here. It like it's and I can see it's not far. I don't even understand You have a mother. He's present. Oh. But you do not understand. You don't take their presence seriously. I, I, God has made me a gift to you. But you might not understand your father that the Lord has given to you. You undermine the gift. I don't know you are listening. Most people miss it. The punishment God. that God is talking about is my presence will be there. Moses said, if your presence doesn't go with us, we don't want to be there. So, people take presence lightly. Presence is important. The prodigal son suffered. His failure in life was not that he was not skilled in business. No. His failure, he was away from the presence. 
I have pastors who have left my church. Some of them with such a bad attitude. Oh, it's a struggle. They didn't understand that they were flourishing because they are in the presence. Things are working because they are in the presence. I was talking to somebody. I said, when we clap hands for you and celebrate you, don't be deceived and think you are powerful. I can give you my peers who when they preach, I remember one of them. He was given an opportunity. He was my disciple. He was given an example. He was given a mic to preach. Our pastor was not around. I was jealous. I said, this is my disciple. He's preaching before I preach. The boy preached. The whole church was standing from the time he started until he finished. And when he finished, I called him aside. I said, you are in trouble. Satan has entered. Pride has come. And I said, I can see how you are carrying yourself. I said, from today, be very careful. I spoke to a fool. Yeah. A very powerful narrator, a good preacher. If he's got 50 members, it's a big church. Yeah. It's not about talent. It's not about skill. It's not about ability. It's about the presence. It's about the presence. Moses said, if your presence doesn't go with us, that's why we say you need the blessing. You need to be blessed. You need to be released. You need to be signed. You don't leave. The prodigal son, he left. He left. He forgot the critical part. That presence, he couldn't take it with. You can fake it for some time. The world tricks you. The world lies to you. Fake it until you make it. Oh, there are many who have left. Who have believed. They are stronger and mightier. You'll soon discover it's the presence. I said it is the presence. I said it is the presence. I said it is the presence. There is a song we used to sing. He's always by my side. By my side. He's always by my side. When the Holy Spirit is not there, you can shake as much you want. You can tremble as much as you want. You can speak in tongues as much as you want. Tell you, it's the presence. I said it is the presence. It's not your wisdom, it's not your skill, it's not your ability to preach. There are many who can do it. Somebody was asking, What's the secret of your success? I said, I never left. I've stayed in the same place. I've taken a posture of a child. I remain a child. Oh, I can be called. Do this. I do it. None of my fathers can say I'm rebellious. People have tried to put a wedge between me and my fathers. I said there is a gift that you can't take away from me. Yes. And say, I'm, when it matters, I'm present. Yes. I said, when it matters, I'm present. Yes. I've been a good son. May you be a good son. Now, the banishment and the punishment is banishment to, to chase you away. It's like you misbehave here and we tell you today, don't come to church. We excommunicate you. Lack of presence will kill you. 
the prodigal son suffered. He was not in the presence of the father. There is a song, my wife knows it very well. There was a comedy that we used to watch many years past. It says where everybody knows, they used to have a signature song, where everybody knows, you want to be where everybody knows your name. I always told her, I want to be among my people. Because when I do little, even if I don't do much, they have a tendency to stand and clap for me. And I'm able to move forward. Tell your neighbor, it is the presence. What will you achieve without the Holy Spirit? Oh, it's not skill. There are a lot of people who are educated. Doctors in theology. Oh, they have big titles. Chief Apostle. Chief Apostle. They have big titles. A bishop. Bishop A. Yes. A. Somebody says my title is a bishop. A bishop. Say it's Alpha Bishop. Alpha Bishop. The first, the first bishop. bishop. All of you. You are behind me. I say, hey, these titles are heavy. I'm the Alpha. Alpha Bishop. Alpha Bishop. He says, I'm above. He used the way he said, I'm a shop. Yes. Yeah. It's the presence. It's not the title. I said, it is the presence. It is the presence. The presence of the Holy Spirit. The Spirit must enter you. Let me tell you something about entering. You see, when you eat food, the food enters you. But let's say you eat poison food. When you say poison food, most of the time, most of us are not aware of hygiene. If you reheat food, there is a high potential that you will have a stomach. Specifically, foods like chicken. You don't reheat and reheat and reheat. Most of the time, I eat my food cold. After they've dished out. Because I know that some foods, when you reheat them, they change. So, food poisoning. It's not like somebody put poison in the food. The food started to rot. There are bacteria in your food. You eat the food. And if you want to see that the food has entered you, well, your stomach, you stay all night. I don't know if you have had a stomach that bites. You know the stomach that bites? You can't sleep. You'll be naked. You're not naked. You'll take your pajamas and everything. You'll be sleeping in the toilet. You'll sleep on the floor with your belly. Yeah. Then you know, the food has entered you. When we say the spirit has entered you, the impact, the influence, the direction, Everything that you do, even the words start to make sense for you. Hallelujah. Let me go uh, to my message. The Spirit entered into me and He set me up on my feet. When the Holy Spirit has come into you, you will be set up on your feet. I said, when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, you will be set up. Now you have to understand, last week we spoke Verse 3. He says, Son of man, I'm sending you to the children of Israel to a rebellious nation that has rebelled against me. They and their fathers have transgressed against me to this very day. I've learned over time people are ungrateful. People forget. People have short memory. They forget the good that has been done for them. Immediately they do well. Some of us say, should I gravel for you every time you come? I said, you owe me your life. Yes. Said, you owe me your life. May the Lord have mercy. Verse 4. It says, for they are impudent 
and stubborn children. I'm sending you to them and you shall say to them that says the Lord. Now, Genesis 3.8 and the Bible says and they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from where? From the presence of the Lord. Yes. And they heard the voice of the Lord walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord. God among the trees of the garden. They hid themselves. They hid themselves. From what? The presence. Without the presence, you are nothing. Without the presence, I'm nothing. The presence of the Holy Spirit. Jesus said, through the mouth and the writings of Apostle Paul, Acts 20, 28, it says, take heed to yourself and to the flock which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers. The senior pastor, the caretaker, the one that guides us, he name is Holy Spirit. I'm preaching by the Holy Spirit. I'm prospering by the guidance and the direction of the Holy Spirit. It's not education. I'm educated, yes. But it's not education. Because if education was the key, all educated people would be doing well. But we know among ourselves, you must be spiritual. Tell your neighbor, you must be spiritual. Now, the book of Genesis 3.8 gives us few things. I'm going to run through them. We are fallen beings. Number one, when the Holy Spirit is not upon your life, you lack life. You are living, but you don't have life. Number one, you lack life. May you have life this morning. Number two, you lose fellowship. When the prodigal son left the presence of the father, fellowship ended. Most men take a, they, they are ignorant. Men, 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 males. They are ignorant of the presence of their wives in their life. Oh. Your wife plays a major role. Oh, you become successful. Not because your wife is jumping all over. Just to be there. Her presence. Her little words. Her guidance. Turn right. Don't do that. Do you remember this? Sometimes we don't get happy about it. But I tell you. They are like the Holy Ghost. They are guiding you. Don't take your wife for granted. Don't lose fellowship. They, we lost. When we fell from sin, when people become arrogant, they lose fellowship. I, I feel for my married couples. Yes. They are some of the most familiar people that I found. Yes, very familiar. Very familiar. Old members. Old members, some of them are seated here. I feel pity for them. Yes. They are familiar. Yes. But why it's a presence. They are used to the presence. They take it for granted. And they've come to believe that they are making it by themselves. You lose fellowship. They are cut off. The prodigal son was cut off. He had no fellowship with the father. It didn't matter his level of education. He failed spectacularly. When he came home, he placed himself and says, I am a nobody. Yeah, I just need to feed on you. Jesus said, I do what I see my father do. Number three, Lack of direction. When you fall from 
from the presence of God. When you lose the presence of God, when you lose the power of God, when the Holy Spirit is not part of your life, you will lose direction. Will be dating. Yeah, like some of you. We know that the spirit is not for <inaudible> you. Yes. You are cut off. You have become dry. Yeah, you will become like an old member <inaudible> who will decide I marry myself. Yeah. Marry yourself. Oh, I've been there so many times. <inaudible> You'll put the ring which yeah. No presence. Have you ever met someone who doesn't love you? Yeah. You met The lover of all girls in town. Yeah. He doesn't come home. Yeah, you are driving the car. You are in the house. But there is no presence. By midnight, you are, your heart is turning. The gentleman is not coming. Yeah. Fellowship. When the Holy Spirit leaves, when there is no presence of God, you lose fellowship with the Father. You will not read the scriptures. You will not mature. You will not become the person that God has called you to be. Number four, you lack, you become corrupted. When, when, when the prodigal son fell, he said to his father, Give me what is my own. I am living. Corruption came. Spoiled. Stinking. Oh, I met, I met people I raised. I, I, I'm blessed. Most, if not all. I have raised them from student level. My millionaires that are in my church. They can't tell me nothing. They came here, they couldn't wipe their nose. They couldn't dress up. I had to tell them, you must dress this way. Yes. Hey. Grace. I raised them. I grew them. The prodigal son, when he became now powerful, he said to his father, I'm not a child. I'm an adult. I'm living. Yes. I have my mind. I remember somebody came to my office with his wife. He says, we are living. I said, where? They told me a lot of stories. And when he finished, he said, I want to be uh, your son. Always be my son. There's no application. But if you leave, you can't take the presence of you. Corruption came. The rest is history. Corruption. When it comes, it spoils everything. I grew up in a village, part of my life. We used to go and catch fish. We were children. We'll come with the fish, hang it. We didn't put salt on it. We didn't smoke it. We just left it there. I'm telling you, we, we hang the fish for two to three hours. By late afternoon, when we wanted to cook our fish, the flies has come in. That white flesh, there were white worms that were already enjoying themselves. Quick corruption. Yeah. We're talking hours. We're not talking days. In the heat. I couldn't believe. Corruption. When the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit preserves life. Yes. When you don't believe in the presence of God, you will corrupt. Sin will corrupt you. It's fine. It will catch up with you. Corruption. You will spoil. Yeah. You will develop taste you never had. We'll be here in church you sending SMSs. To another sister, to another brother, spoiled, corrupted. Number five, 
subject to futility. When you have no Holy Spirit, Solomon says, Solomon vanity of vanities. Everything is vanity. You can build a double story house, double story house, biggest car, have an aeroplane, empty life. When Solomon was saying, vanity of vanities, 700 wives, I can imagine the African men. African men say, oh, I wish I was Solomon. 700 wives. But kids who are not yours. 700 wives. 300 girlfriends. The man was poor. He lacked wisdom and understanding. This is why he writes to us. Vanity of vanities. After he has done all, the world celebrates him. He cries out. Chapter 12 of the book of Ecclesiastes. He says, young man, take heed to yourself. Worship the Lord in your youthful years. Yes. He realized. He missed it. You can build as much. At the end, you are still empty. Yes, I always say to people, it's very nice to work all your life flat out and you are not working for God. I feel for you because you will soon discover vanity of vanities. Vanity of vanities. I have stories I don't have time. Number six. You become a traitor. When the Holy Spirit has left you, you become a traitor. Yeah, you become a traitor like Judas. Yeah, you become unfaithful. You become like Lucifer. Yes, you think if I break away, if I do my own thing, I will be happy. Happiness doesn't come that way. If that was the case, all the traitors will be happy. No, 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 no. Unfaithful. Lucifer. Lucifer. You become unhappy. Proverbs 26. Most men will proclaim each his own goodness. Number seven. Pride. When the Holy Spirit is not in you, you are full of yourself. Yes. Full of yourself. You are thinking, I am there. Yes. I am there. Pride. Job 41, verse 34. He holds everything high. Uh, uh, he Beholds every every high thing. He's the king over all the children of pride. You are king is Satan. You are copying his way. He cannot submit to anything. Pride. You will fall. You will be subject to harassment by demons. Am I talking to somebody? I said you will be subject to evil spirits. When, when the Holy Spirit is no longer with you, demons will inhabit you. Your attitude will change. Your taste will change. You will develop some taste. That is not the taste of God. Yes. You will become proud. Mark 5, verse 1 and 2. And they came to the other side of the sea, to the country of the Gadarenes. And when he had come out of the boat, immediately they made out uh, uh, of the tomb a man with an unclean spirit. Yeah. Many people without the Holy Spirit, they have unclean spirits. The taste you have, yes, the taste you have. The taste you have. The, the, the pride. We have fallen because of pride. We are not submitted to the Holy Spirit. So you have to understand, number one, that uh, 
we have to clean the church of devils. Leaders that don't want to follow. Leaders that don't want shepherds that don't want to follow. Bishop puts it this way. He says, devils must not become shepherds. Devils. Satan. Evil men and women that we made a mistake to appoint them into positions. We should be able to remove them because of the pride they have. They will not do follow-up. They will not do telepastoring. They will not do house visit. They will not submit reports. They are full of pride. They are equal to you now. Matthew 16, 22, 23. Then Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. Say, far be it from you. Jesus said, get behind me, Satan. Yeah, there are people like that. They are appointed into positions. Immediately they get the position, they change. They make themselves equal to you. I have said in our church, I'm the only pastor. All pastors are my assistants. There's no amen in Acadia. I will say amen to myself. I am the pastor of the Emmanuel Christian Church in, in the UK, in Cape Town, in Johannesburg, in Pretoria, in all the provinces where we have a church. I am the pastor. Whosoever I stand in there is, is my assistant. Yes. I called him and the Holy Spirit confirmed with signs and wonders. I proved their ministry when they are called with me. Yes. Jesus has his disciples. There were 12. They didn't become saviors in the status of Jesus. They served him. They called him master. They called him Lord. They, they appreciated what he was saying. There's no amen. You will not intimidate me. I am the pastor here. Everybody is my assistant. The pastors are not saying amen. Amen. It's okay. You are not intimidating me. <laughs> oh, the anointing is borrowed. I said the anointing is borrowed. Number two. What are you about pride? Jesus answered Judas. Judas. One of you is a devil. Sometimes the people who betray the work, they have no spirit. They are like Judas. They come, but they have their own agenda. They have their own ambition. If you come to church, and you have your own ambition, chances are that you are not going to go very far. I told you a story. There are a number of stories of those who have left. Who believe they have been cursed? about kissing. You are not in the presence. You are not in the presence. I said you are not in the presence. Yes. One who left came back and confessed. He says, oh, apostle, apostle, you are my pastor. He says, financially we are suffering. Because I used to be your opposition party. When you were teaching about tithe, about offerings, I'll be teaching something opposite to the ones that I'm leading. I always had a negative attitude towards your teaching. Because I'm running a church now. I'm failing this I'm suffering. He kneeled down. I came with his wife. Pray for us that there was a consensual change. I say his presence. Oh, fathers, fathers, you don't buy with money. You can give as much offering. You can attend the conference. It's the spirit. It's the spirit. It's the spirit. It's the spirit. It is the spirit. It's the Holy Ghost. Yes. Hey. Oh. It's not as easy as you think. 
If it was pride came to Judas and he thought I will upset Jesus. Number three, Jesus dealt with the Pharisees and the Sadducees as devils and serpents. There are people who are jealous and they criticize everything you are doing. Show me your faith. I will show you my works. They were jealous of the works of Jesus. Matthew 3, 7. The Bible says, but when he saw many of the Pharisees and such as this coming to his baptism, he said to them, brood of vipers, who want you? John the Baptist understood that this a brood of vipers. These are snakes in pastoral cloaks. Yes. They look like but they are not. Tell your neighbor, stop pretending. We can see through your makeup. Yes, we can see through your makeup. Hallelujah. I'm not talking about women. Makeup. Makeup. It's not the powder you put. No, no, no. It's the face you carry. The pretense you walk around when you are among other people as if you are with them. Yet you are an agent of another world. You are desiring the downfall of the church of Jesus Christ. Some say, I love Jesus, but I hate pastors. I say, oh, Pastors are the pure representation of Jesus. The church doesn't exist without pastors. Yes, the Holy Spirit cannot work without a pastor. A church that has no pastor is in trouble. Yes. There must be a shepherd. It's a blessing to have a shepherd. I said it is a blessing to have a shepherd. Number four. Be careful not to call a bad thing a good thing. You must have discernment. Isaiah 5.20 Who to those who call evil good and good evil who put darkness for light and light for darkness. Number five You are of your father the devil. When, when the Holy Spirit, when the presence of God leaves you, you become worse than what you have been before. Yeah. Most people don't know. Oh, the church. Just coming to sit down like this. Your life is becoming better. Yeah. You are making decisions that you, even yourself, five years from now, you say, I made a good decision. Most people don't understand that just coming to church, sitting under a powerful spirit filled, anointed preaching, the spirit enters you. You change. You are not forgiving. Forgiveness comes into your heart. Your neighbors are shocked that you have changed, that you have a different attitude, you have a different spirit. Jesus said, you are of your father, the devil. There are people who manifest Satan in their works. Vengeance is their second name. Amen. Yeah, what about revenge? They want others to be hurt as they themselves were hurt. May the Lord have mercy. I want to challenge you. Uh, in the book that Bishop wrote, Those Who Leave You, there are a few things I want to share with you. Number one, how to notice the presence of demons. Oh, it's December. Demons are running free. Believers are relaxing. Number one, the sin of the devil conflicts with authority. Watch out those who are always moody when they are being corrected. Yeah. You are not going to sin today. I'm going to give somebody a mic. Suddenly they will change it. Then they've changed. Yeah. Your mood has changed. 
or we are changing you. May the Lord have mercy. I'm talking about somebody. Is there is a spirit of Satan? Isaiah 14:13. You have said in your heart, I will ascend. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will also sit at the mount of the congregation on the furthest side of the north. Yes. Many people are thinking that way. We have somebody who said, oh, are we going to serve you the rest of our life? <laughs> you have a demon. My children, you are my children for life. Yes. There's nothing like the child outgrows his parents. Even if you have ten children, and I have four, you cannot be bigger than me. I gave birth to you. All that you are. Paul wrote to Philemon. He says, Philemon, Philemon, you owe me even your own life. Yes. Biggest church. Powerful administration. Great works. You are my son. I have begotten you. Paul says, in Christ Jesus, you come from my belly. You must be thankful. Oh, I'm forever thankful. Hallelujah. Amen. Number two. When demons are present. Misleading others. Misleading colleagues. Misleading others. Leading others astray. Taking sides. Revelation 12, 7 to 8. The Bible talks about the war that broke in heaven. You have to guard against tail bearers. People who talk about others and lie about them. Make stories. Sisters. Who says? You might laugh with the same brother. It's very possible. It has happened when I was growing up. I had, I had friends. The other friend said to the other one, pray with me. Sister, I love this girl. Can you pray for me? I've set the date. I'm going to you know, tell her I love her. And I want her to be my wife. But he didn't know that the brother was looking at the same sister and say, oh, she will make a good wife. But the other brother kept quiet. And when he was, the other one was praying and fasting. The other one went Nicodemusly. And he told the sister, I love you. So the sister says, oh, let me pray about it. A day or two days after, the date came. The real brother went to the sister and said, I love you. And the sister said, you and your friend, you are confused. How can he love me and you love me? It's the day he knew that this friend of mine is not a good friend. Tail bearer. Don't go around talking about people. Number three. The presence of demons. People start quarrels and fights. Is it in your nature? Avoid demons in your life. Stay away from them. I say stay away. Revelation 16 verse 14. For they are spirits of demons. So you have to fight against these demons. So for they are the spirit of devils working miracles which go forth into the kings of the earth and of the whole world to gather them the battle of the great day of God Almighty. Number four and the last one. Opposition to the servants of God. Yes. There are people like that. 
When the Holy Spirit is not in your life, you start to develop an attitude to fight the men of God. Some have gone even on the internet to try and shame. I was talking to somebody, I said, what do you have except a title? Yes. What do you have except a title? Can you ask your neighbor, what do you have except a big mouth? Yes. A big mouth. You can't win a soul. Why? You can't go out and do outreach. Why? You can't consolidate. You can't follow up. Give one. Your church is five people. It's your wife. It's you. And your three children. You are the archbishop. Yeah. Nobody's following you. Your wife is tired. He doesn't know what to do. Big mouth. I'm talking about you. Yes. We have come to the close of our meeting. The effects of opposition and oppression. The intent for pastors to be criticized and for the Holy Spirit to be criticized. You see, when you are in church and the Holy Spirit is on you, you fall down. You manifest. You love Jesus. You are on the streets. You are winning souls. You are praying for the sick. People are being healed. Lives are being transformed. When you are criticized, it's because Satan wants you to slow down. Don't slow down. Oh, by the way, we are not closing. Our church doesn't close. Our cells are not closing. For two years, we are not having church. Yes, next week we are going for a camp. We are going for the pastor's camp. MMs. APs, pastors, we are going for a camp. Come rain or sunshine. We are not closing. Two years, COVID. COVID. Yes. We have been denied fellowship. We are maximizing the moment. We are fellowshipping. Yes. If we had our way, we'll make fasting on Christmas Day. No eating. Yes. New Year. We should be wailing and crying. Not eating bright. There's no amen. They want bright these people. Praise the Lord. We have come to the close of our prayer because of time and broadcasting. We have to stop here. But I want you to understand that the church is being opposed. The churches have been closed. The numbers have been limited because people are led by demons. Yes. It's not the spirit of Christ. No, it's not the spirit of Christ. They'll tell us, oh, the churches, 1,500, 200. I'm happy that the government is changing. Yes. Fresh breath. So that people can be made humble. Yes. Humble. Humble. So that when we talk, people can listen. Yes. A lot of people have lost their jobs. Their houses are going to be taken. They are no longer cancelers. Yes. Hey. You become humble. Humble. You will visit us now properly. Not because it's elections. Because now you realize I must build the community. Am I talking to somebody? We're going to pray for those that are listening. The Holy Spirit, His presence is with you. There's no boundary. He's omnipresent. He's there with you. He will touch you. He will heal you. He will restore you. The joy of salvation will be restored to you. The power of the blood of Jesus is transferred and moves powerfully by the Holy Spirit. He says he will convict you of sin and unrighteousness when you allow the Holy Spirit to work in your life. Mighty works, supernatural works. He was there in the beginning. He's the architect. He's the accompaniment of God. All that you need is in him. He possesses the wholeness of God. Everything 
everything that is in God is in him. Jesus said, I will send you the Holy Spirit. When he comes, you will make known of all that is me. You will have everything that you ever needed if you allow him to come. Mighty works, supernatural works, powerful things will come into your life when you allow the Holy Spirit. His presence. Not your wisdom. There is another wisdom. The wisdom that is above. The wisdom that is pure. The wisdom that is God fearing. The wisdom that makes God to be your God. The Holy Spirit. When He comes, He will convict you to righteousness. You will not be a vagabond doing what you like. No. Every eye closed. Every head bowed. All those that are watching us. All of our churches. All those watching us on, on television. On red, listening on radio. Whatever that you are watching us from. I want to pray together with you. God loves you. And has a good plan for your life. God wants to prosper you. He said from the beginning. I have loved you. He sent Jesus. That through Christ. Your life will not be lost. There was an exchange. On the cross, that your good life should come from Christ. Not out of the good works, but out of the sacrifice. The blood that was shed. I said every eye is closed. Every head bowed. If you are here this morning, and watching and listening, and say, Pastor, I want to receive Jesus. I want my sins to be forgiven. I want to be a child of God. I want to make right with God. Lift up your hand right now. If you are here, lift it high. I want to receive Jesus. I want to be born again. I want to be a child of God. I want things to work for me. Those on radio, those that are watching, it is your turn. It is your season to make right with God. I'm going to challenge everybody who lifted their hands. I want you to pray with me. I'm going to ask the whole church to follow me in prayer. Ashes, pay attention. All those who lifted their hands. Immediately our service ends. We will call them. Can we pray? Can you follow me? Can you say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you today for Jesus that he came, that he died, that he rose from the dead, that through his life, I may have my life. I thank you, Father, that today I confess I am a sinner. I need a Savior. Lord, forgive me all my sins and cleanse me from all unrighteousness. Write my name. Can you say, my name is? Write my name in the Lamb's Book of Life. I thank you, Father, for your word says, with my mouth I speak and with my heart I believe unto righteousness. I thank you, Father, that I confess that Jesus is Lord. Holy Spirit, come into my life. Convict me and change me in Jesus' name. Can you say, Satan, this morning, I divorce you. I cut ties with you. Demons, evil spirits, come out of my life. I have chosen Jesus to be my Lord. Holy Spirit, I thank you today in Jesus' name.